Welcome back to the Five Spot. I'm your host, Donovan McNabb, joined with Armando Segura. We have a Hall of Famer in the middle. We keep him in the middle so I can still scramble outside of him, but it hasn't been really positive this uh, looks about over the where years. I, uh, two people on the outside of me, this is about where I'd be at in the NFL. And he game. still finds a way to get to the quarterback. We're joined with Warren Sapp here. Warren, let's, let's, let's dive into it. Let's give Chris Jones a little bit of love. What do you see from Chris, and is it time for him to get that big bag? Oh, it's definitely time for him to get the bag. I mean, they, they just did a one-year deal. And mm-hmm. the thing about it is, when that young man wants to go, mm-hmm. there's nothing that's going to stop him. I mean, we watched what he did. In the play that he made against uh, the Bills with Josh Allen when he made him fumble, I text him, I say, son, that's a gold jacket play right there. Mm. That's, that's what, that, that, that'll start etching you in people's memories in the postseason as that guy, as a guy that would make big-time plays in big-time games. And there's nothing like the postseason. You know that. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's dive into it because when we talked about Chris, we tried to put him in a, in a class. Uh-uh. I put you in a class. Obviously, you and John Randall <laughs> yeah. were more that's guys. That's a little guy. That's yeah, a motor. You see, that, that's, that's what a little I said. Motor guy. Who would you put in his class? Calais Campbell. No, I'm talking about more guys with the yellow jacket. I like Calais. And I like Calais, the, too, but yeah. shit. You, you're talking about old guys like, you know, Claude. Mm-hmm. Claude Humphreys that, you know, did the, did the forklift. And, you know, <laughs> the, the old guys, the, the monsters, you know. And that's what I put like in. Like me and Joe Green. No, 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 no. Me Joe Green got short arms. You know, I call him the greatest dinosaur that ever lived. The greatest T-Rex to ever live. That's my guy. I love him to death, but he, boy, he got some short arms. Boy, he mean, too. Oh, no, he ain't. Boy, he mean. No, he's nice. Boy, he mean. I love Joe. I love it's Joe White. Step on Sunday. Joe White oh, helped me out. No, the oh. mama, mama's best. Yo, whoo. Joe's wife, Mel Blunt wife, they the best. Mm. No doubt about it. But when I put him in that class, Claire's camera has 100 sacks, so let's not, let's not talk about that. Oh, no, no. You know I like Claire. Claire's no, my no, man. No, no. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. That. The big pass rusher, that big inside guy, Keith Millard. Okay. Like that. Big okay. six five guy. Yeah. But Chris still doesn't got that wiggle like Keith did. Okay. You know, Chris, you know, Keith would hit you with that high booty back back inside, you know, club. I ain't seen that from Chris. Mm-hmm. You know, but when he wants to go, he's gonna go and just What about Eric Swan? Yeah. More like that. Mm. I saw him this morning coming yeah, in. Look fella. good, ain't he? Ooh, look good. Look good. Ooh, he always look good. Oh, man. Oh, big old monster. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Some people just face eaters. Even when, you know, big guys like us, you mm. know, players, you just look at them like, my God. And Willie Rofe is over there, too. So I'm, uh, mm. I'm, I'm walking around Allegiant the other day, and there's a picture of you in the breezeway of Allegiant Stadium, and it, it was kind of jarring to, because I think of you as a buck. So tell me what... There's a, there's a phrase when you went into that building. What did it say? Uh, Once a Raider, always, always a Raider. Yeah? Okay, so compare those two experiences because, I mean, most people think of you as a buck. Nine years, seven straight Pro Bowls, a defensive player of the year in a world championship, and your name on the wall will do that. Absolutely. But you can't take away my four years as a Raider. Nope. You can't take away my 10-sack season as a 34-year-old as a Raider with the number three defense as a Raider. Absolutely. I don't think Tampa did that after I left. I don't think they put up any kind of – You know what? It's, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, talking to Rondé, uh, talking <laughs> to John. Guy. That's my guy. Uh, haven't really got a chance to ask DB. Just your thoughts on how Tampa has kind of – not so much highlighted what you guys have done for that organization <laughs> in those years of you guys all being together. I had, I've had i had the privilege of playing you guys multiple times and seeing uh, 
all of us on each level in, in the regular season, obviously in in the playoffs, opening NFC, night, NFC everything, championship, opening you know. night, the whole nine yards. We yeah. just did it all. Yeah. yeah, but do you do you want the Bucks to do more for what you guys have done? <laughs> Come on, let's put it out no, on no, the table. No, no, no. What happened? How did we get into this conversation? Well, no, we just, just, just started, no, no. Who started this conversation? Because you say you talked to Lynch and Rondé. No, I haven't. I haven't. I talked to Rondé. Rondé I talked to Rondé. Okay, yeah. Rondé, I think. I mean, he's almost like the stepchild. Just like. It's kind of tough it, when you when you in in in, yes. in the annals of the but game. But now he's now he's got the jacket. In, in, yeah, in the annals of the game, you talk about triplets, the Dallas triplets, those triplets, right. the three amigos, and you know they normally comes in threes. And right. it was me, Brooks, and Lynch. Right. And. Now, Ron, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, he's a politician. He'll break it down. He'll break it down for us. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask me. Because the only thing I ask for is a couple tickets here and there. They, they provide them, so I love them. They give me a credential to walk around my building, and I don't, I don't get no trouble except the lady that won't let me in the uh, drink area. But I think she got me now after about three years. I think, I she understands a little bit. I think we're good now. She understands? I think we're good. <laughs> That lady rough, boy. I'm telling you, what. Every time I come there, she hit me with the all. Oh. I'm like, same guy. Hello. Good morning. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time, dog. Every time. She, at least she's consistent, so I love it. Cool. You get any anywhere you want in South Florida because of your time at the University of Miami and otherwise. <laughs> uh, and University of Miami, I have to hold the flag here sometimes because my Syracuse – Buddy over here. No, you got to hold a flag because we're playing shit football. I'm sorry. That's that's the and question. And UM? Yes, we're playing. Will there be trash. a Trash. Trash. They won't tell me about recruiting classes and this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy. Seven and seven. Six and seven. Seven and seven. 500 coaches everywhere I look. I played for a 63 and nine Dennis Erickson. It's a, in the three national championship game, back-to-back national championship game, we excited about a pinstripe bowl game in New York in Yankee Stadium. We didn't play it in the pinstripe bowl about two and or you three were, times. And you, weren't, and you weren't excited about that. Absolutely That's not. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely see, not. See, the standard ain't dropped. Exactly. We, we just allow on a lot of mediocrity. I love that. Got the old girl up there. Yeah. She had a heartbeat. Yeah, man. She had a heartbeat. Is there any chance you see in the future that it could get back? <laughs> or is that gone forever? I, I, I don't watch us block and tackle. That's, yeah. that's my thing. The game is always going to be blocking and tackling. Whoever control. Mario Cristobal did two things at the University of Miami that's never been done. Tell me about it. He lost the football game with the league <laughs> in under a minute on the clock, and he lost the ruckus. <laughs> and he only been there two years. Holy smokes. What's in store for us? <laughs> And he, and he did it at, at Oregon, too. Yeah. You know what the very definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. How? <laughs> Why? The coaching staff is on the sideline. No one yell, we're out of here. It's under a minute. We don't have to do anything. Let's get in the greatest play. Just you, know, you know Herman Edwards was my coach. Getting the victory. No, no. Herman Edwards was my coach. Yeah. No one has lost a game like that but Mario Cristobal since 1979 when Herm returned the ball. Twice! Explain that to me. That's all I want. And then, I, and then we can talk about Mario Cristobal. Tell him why you're mad, son. Tell him why you're mad. That's it? <laughs> just, two, just two instances. That's all. So I'm tell so- us what you're promoting, brother. <laughs> oh, three-edge. You know, 
Edge three. Mm-hmm. Me, Kenyon Rashid, Brian Jones over at CBS, the glove, Gary Payton and us to come together to see if we can get this data thing come down to where I can hand it to a parent. He can understand what he's reading, make a comprehensive decision with his kid about the next four years. Because I think you'll agree with me. When you go off to college, them four years is wonderful. Yes. Oh. Most memorable oh. moments of your oh. That's what I'm trying to get. We're trying to get. And if you know if you teach that dumb computer, it'll spit you out some good information. So mm-hmm. we're going to give them actual athletes that's done this, been there, and put it in there and then pull it out for the parents, and here you go. And you can get a plan for your young man. Now they get can away do that from, that from their phone. Reporter. They can they do it can, on the computer. Hey, all that. You know we touch it every which way. Come mm. on, baby. Okay. Because everybody attacks it differently. So you got to give them all the avenues to come get this information because the information we get is vital to your young man's future. So we want you to get some information, be able to understand what we're giving you, and then make an informed decision. I, I'm I'm very aware of the fact that you're you're a forgiving guy because here you are on Outkick and you destroyed some Outkick reporter here a couple. Of years I wanted ago. to know y'all policy on uh, one one source reporting. <laughs> Go. Do well, it. they always say, say multiple sources. You know, I'm talking about. But this sources. guy only had one source and then wrote all kind of madness. I got him on, I got him on recording, you know, I, the whole conversation. You I just called wanted, him. I wanted to, yeah. I, I mean, that's what you or do. Or he called you. No, no, no. I, I, I reached out because if you're going to write something that belligerent about somebody like me, which I'm a public figure, I don't mind. Jesus Christ, the only perfect man to walk the, walk the earth. Walk yes, on sir. water, turn water to wine, fed 500 with, what, two fish and a loaf of bread? Half a, and they hung him on a cross. I'm good. I'm good. Ain't nothing about me perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until we all without sinning, let's stop this pulpitting. That's all I ask. Just stop it. Because what your reporter reported was just some dude ranting and raving. And I say, that's how y'all do one source reporting? I'm real easy to find. And as you see, I will have a conversation with you. Well, what, what's the story? I said, I gave you the story. The young lady behind me wanted to tell me she was a police officer. I recorded it. I, how much more you need? I'm a lover, not a fighter. I, I trust me. I, these hands were made for Saturday, Sunday, and Mondays. Oh, wow. <laughs> Between the lines. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you grab me still, man. Cause I love quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ladies come to see y'all. That's why I was around y'all. Everybody come for the quarterback. What do we call the NFL? quarterback-driven league, correct? Absolutely. What, what what we do with the running backs? Switch them in and out. You Ooh. get first, second down. You get third because you're not real good at reading the blitz and you're not real good at catching. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's, let's, di- let's dive into it before we go ahead and Come wrap on. this thing up. You're now on staff at Colorado. I'm going. I'm going in March. Yes. I'm going in March, yeah. What are, what are, what's your goal? What's your mindset to try to change this thing and help Dion out? Oh, it's not changing. It's pouring concrete because the one thing you can do with young men is create a foundation in which they can build a mansion on. And what I'm going to do is we're going to pour concrete with SAA, Stance Alignment Assignment. That's your first day. And then we're going to go from there. We're going to have our responsibility. We're going to have our stance. We're going to have our alignment. We're going to have our assignment. And then we're going to turn it to the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> he got to get some size up front. Oh, no, we good. Okay. We good. Transfer portal. We good. We good. <laughs> Y'all everywhere. We good. We good. Hey, man, I just want to know what you're going to do if Dion is sitting in front of you and you got your child. Would you give me your child? I don't know. I know y'all too well. (laughs) (laughs) 
First of all, my son ain't playing. First of all, my son ain't playing D tackle. Your past don't equal your future, but it gives me some indication what it just like. So a hundred, so hundred plus sacks in seven. You know that's what we're working on. But he ain't a D tackle though. What what he play? Receiver. Oh, so you don't want him out there with Shador? Shador be gone. He my, my son a freshman. Oh, well, well, relax then, baby. I'll be there. He might he might grow. Look at these thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you and Sean King are the biggest quarterbacks. No, I've why seen. you put me in Sean category now? I I work out. Oh no, he does too, but it's it's the Different. working of the fork. <laughs> That's my guy. He live out here. I'm gonna see Sean this week. Oh yeah, definitely gonna I'm see, see Sean. Tonight, that's, tonight he's got that's to stay. My yeah, we got oh, fast too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we got to oh, yeah, smoke some cigars. Yeah, we yes, got some time yes, with him. Yes, yes. Hey, we want to thank Warren Savage <laughs> joining us on the show. You know, he always gonna give you everything up front. But yes, keep your eye on Warren Savage. He'll be coaching at, at the <laughs> University of Colorado, changing things around, helping Deion Sanders out. And this is the year for the Buffs. So make hey, sure you keep it up. And eye. they let twelve teams in the playoffs. You just heard it here first. Join us back here at the Five Spot. We got much more for the show. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. I'm your host, Donovan McNabb. You're here joined at the Five Spot. We are joined here with Hall of Fame quarterback, friend of mine, uh, beat me. A couple of times, but I won't go, really go into that. Uh, Kurt we can Warner. go into that. We can go into that. I mean, it is Super Bowl. We're going to start probably should, probably should go into no, that. I'm going to cry. Uh, joined with Kurt Warner, Hall of Fame quarterback here. Kurt, just tell us right now in the lay of the land, just right now watching the NFL, watching these young quarterbacks, does it excite you or you still want to see more? Uh, I mean, it excites me. I, I think what I love is – when you can see guys play the position different ways. Mm-hmm. You can see guys have success different ways. I think that's good for our game. It's good for the kids that are right. growing up and exactly. say, hey, I can be like Lamar Jackson or, or Josh Allen, or, or I can be like Brock Purdy or Joe Burrow, and, and I can still go to the Super Bowl, and I can still be successful. You know, when we were playing, it was much more, hey, you got to be a pocket passer. you got to yes. be built this way. The more we can see different ways to win and different guys having that opportunity, I think it's great for our game. I love watching it because 
you know, I couldn't do what some of these guys could do, Ex but I can surely appreciate what they could do. It, yes. And then there's other guys like Brock and Joe. I could do that. And I appreciate that just as much going, man, people don't realize how hard that is. Like, you know, I couldn't make up for, you know, not making the perfect throw by running around and making a play. I had to make that throw. And so I appreciate both sides. I love that we have, you know, all the different dynamic players that we have in the league. And it's fun. Every game, you're like, okay, what are they going to do and how are they going to win? And I still believe, like I did back then, you still got to win in the pocket. Yes. You still got to be able to do it no matter what your skill set is. You still have to have that piece, which I appreciate because that to me is what quarterback is all about. But I love that we have a lot of different quarterbacks right now. Now, I know that it hasn't been out there. No one has said it, so I'm going to say it here on the, <laughs> on the world's best podcast, and that being the five spot. Does Brock Purdy remind you a little bit of the talent that you had when you were in St. Louis, when you took it to Arizona with the anticipation type of throws? No doubt. Um, you know, I don't think he gets enough credit because he does have talent around him. I had talent around me, but we played differently. Like, right. I mean, we attacked down the field. Like, I mean, and not that they don't throw it down the field, but, you know, this game, and not just the 49ers, this game is – I mean – you imagine what our completion percentage would be if we got to throw 50% of our passes within Everyone's five yards of line scrimmage? 64 to 68%. Right. I mean, I used to lead the league, and now there's 20 guys in the league that have a higher – it's like it's, it's crazy. So it's not just Brock Purdy. Right. But at that time, you know, that's what we did. And so I think maybe I got more credit or, or they didn't have that narrative that it was just the players around me because we were doing some different things. But, I mean, yeah, but what good – team doesn't have players now it might not it might not but it might not be all skill players there you go what i'm saying is when you were making your runs to the nfc championship it wasn't just about you right you had a great defense you right. had a good run game uh, right you had some good pieces even though you weren't great on the outside but that's i think the other problem is that when you have good skill players oh it's about the skill it's players taken away from the when you've got good other pieces well then it's got to be more about the quarterback and i understand why yeah but i don't think that's a negative because where I might have had good skill players, we might not have had as good of a defense at the mm -hmm. time. So I had to carry the team that way. And so, um, so, yeah, it reminds me of that. And I think every great team has great players. It's just how they're built. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, like, what if this was his team through his entire career? And he had this kind of season every year, and he was carried by his defense. What would we be saying about him right now? True. What would be, you True. know, like we've True. seen the other stuff. Yes. But if this is what he had, we'd be going, hey, they're in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes got him here. He did these things really well, even though they were carried by their defense. So I just think there's great players on every great team. It's just a matter of how they're built. And in this situation, <laughs> those players are getting more credit than Brock is probably getting for how well he's playing. Right. I think people are, are equating you to Purdy because of the – you know, he was Mr. Irrelevant, and you came from sure. the Barnstormers and stuff. People forget your first year as a starter, 41 touchdown passes. Pat right. Patrick Mahomes' first year as a starter, 50. So you yeah. shot like a meteor sure. just like he did. Right. Yeah, thanks, so for, thanks for reminding me. Well, <laughs> he can relate to Mahomes <laughs> yeah. as well as, as yeah. Brady. Right. Well, right, but, but I think that's one reason why maybe I didn't take some of the same flack that Brock took. Because the first year I did something that nobody besides Amazing. Dan Marino. So, so it was out there. It was like, oh, gosh, he must be good because he did something nobody else has done. And then the second thing, we were talking about the nature of the quarterbacks. When I came into the league, everybody looked like me. Mm -hmm. Everybody did what I did. And so it wasn't like, oh, we got Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And then we got Brock Purdy, who looks differently in how he plays, less skilled, 
less arm strength. And so he's kind of the minority now, whereas when I got into the league, I looked like everybody else. So, oh, I did what everybody else was doing or what the best quarterbacks were doing. So I wasn't, like, knocked down because I didn't have a certain skill set, which I feel Brock is kind of knocked down a little bit because of that. Ted, tell us about Bingo Blitz. All right, let's talk about it. Did you, you guys play bingo growing up? Yeah. No, a little bit? Yeah. I, okay, yeah. I used to go every Wednesday to the church with mom, and we didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of money. But she would, she, would, she would buy my cards, and then everything I won, I got to take home. That became my spending money. So you, you all wanted to have that bingo moment, right? Hand, hold your card up. Bingo! Give me that 25 <laughs> bucks. But we're kind of combining Las Vegas, my childhood, the Super Bowl, because I believe the Super Bowl is kind of about those bingo moments, right? Mm-hmm. Who's going to have that bingo moment? I had mine in Super Bowl 34. Sorry, it just keeps coming back to you. <laughs> just keeps coming. But here, here's a better one. Okay, how about um, Super Bowl 43? <laughs> I beat you, but then I helped other people have their bingo moment in Super Bowl 43. Thanks. But we want to celebrate the bingo moments. Who's going to be celebrated in this game? But go download the Bingo Blitz app, free app. Uh, sign up for a free account. And if one of these defenses, so again, I'm not in the Super Bowl, so I'll promote this. If one of these defenses has a Super Bowl record, eight sacks in this game, then one of our account holders for Bingo Blitz will win $1 million. So we're kind of tying in Super Bowl theme, a little bingo, a little Vegas, and hopefully somebody goes home with a million dollars. Well, we want to thank her for coming on the show and just making me cry internally. Uh, I'm going to I'm walk sorry, off. but I'm not sorry. I'm not have really a sorry. Myself. <laughs> great battles, great battles, great quarterback, and I'll tell you. Unfortunately, it, uh, it was at his expense that I got to go to a couple of those big games. Thanks again for joining <laughs> us on the show, Kurt. Good to see you, man. We love having you, brother. Good to see hey, you. Hey, have a great week. Thank you. You too. All right. And welcome back to the Five Spot. We are joined with some superstar guests. Kyle Turley is here. Yes, we love to take care of our offensive linemen. And I will turn it, turn it around, to hand it on back to Ricky Williams and let him tote it because I know that's big, big yards that we're going to continue to move the ball, move the chains. Guys, when you look at where we are right now in the landscape of the NFL, numbers have changed because they're calling it differently. Uh, they're not running the ball as, a, as more. They're... They're throwing the ball a lot more. Uh, just where, where do you see it being, I guess they would look at us as dinosaurs. Yeah. But where do you see the game going from this point on compared to what we're used to? Man, that, that, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it, it doesn't make sense to me. You know, and, I, and I'm always one that was uh, the, the love of the game, the purity. I love playing football that, you know, me. And I was downfield. You can't even do what I used to do to make me me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would do in the NFL today. Friendly uh, fire on I the would, pile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be nobody. You know what I mean? Uh, they took it away, I think, in so many ways to try and address these injuries. But that's not happening, and we know that. So there's another agenda. It's like seven on seven. I think they've seen the success of that. And uh, the leagues and, 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 and the writing on the wall. You know, you got California that is taking away youth football. Right. You got all these things. So h- how do we regenerate that? And so uh, I think that's what's going to turn back to. You know, you're going to have all these youth football leagues and they're, they're not going to be able to play football. They're going to be mm-hmm. playing seven on seven. Yes, yeah, similar. I think football the way we knew it, and I think that's why we're dinosaurs, right. is extinct. Right. And, uh, and I, don't think it's, I don't think it's coming back. But I, I will say on the positive side, at least it's clear, because it wasn't clear to me, it took me a while, that it's entertainment. You know, it's True. clear that it's entertainment. That's true. And, and so I think as it moves forward, it's just going to continue to be more entertaining, and I think that's going to mean less physical. So, so let's, look, let's look at these two teams. Obviously with the running, running backs with Pachenko and also with CMC, uh, with Trent Williams uh, and, and the offensive line of Kansas City, really there's no, no star anymore. Fish, Fisher's now, he's gone. 
uh, but there's no no guy that you can kind of pr- kind of put up there as an offensive lineman. What do you see being the X factor in this particular game? Is it going to be more of establishing that run game, or will it come back down to the turnovers and mistakes? I mean, yeah, it's got to definitely come down. It's football at the end of the day, especially right. when the Super Bowl is happening. I think both of these teams know that. And so they're going to have to establish a running game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're going to have to see what Bosa's going to do, you know what I mean, at the same time. So they're, they're, I see you know, them doing a lot of play-action stuff uh, coming up as far as the Chiefs are concerned. We'll see what the Niners do, you know. But uh, they've got a great team overall, Kansas City does, I think, to do whatever they need to do and what mm-hmm. they want to do. And they still play football like it was the old days. You know, and. They don't have Trey Thomas. They don't have John Runyon. They don't yeah. have John Wellborn. They yeah. don't have these guys freely. Uh, they don't have all th- those guys. But, the nastiness up front. Yeah, and, and but no, no, what team does? It's you true. know what I mean? That's true. not allowed. Like we said, it's not allowed anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you can't establish a dominant O-line anymore, really. Mm-hmm. You know, So it, it's, it's going to be, I think, football as it was. You know, you're going to establish that running game because uh, they're, they're definitely going to run the ball. I want to hear what you guys are doing with Revenant um, and how that is obviously, it's a different day than it was back in 2000, the 90s, uh, in society, in the NFL. But tell me about your company now and also then what would have happened if it had been existent in the, around the NFL back in the playing days. Well, he'd have all the records for running back in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll ask you because you you were in Miami and you were covering the Dolphins when when I got in, in all that trouble, and you know now we're here on Radio Row and we're we're having an interview about promoting <laughs> our, our our cannabis company, and so all of us have had to adapt and, and change, and you know. What I said before, you know, it was a rough game, and I think now they're starting to realize it. NFL hasn't removed cannabis from the banned substance list, but they've, they've definitely turned down the punishment. And I think they're getting closer to it. I think in the future, hopefully the NFL becomes big fans and gets the word out because it's a more effective way to take care of the players than the Ambien and the, and the Vicodin. Right. And so, and of course, that was fine back then because it was never spoken about. Right. But... You were probably drug tested more than anybody. The honestly. random, the yeah. random drug the, test. The no, I had to end the program. I had in the program test. So it's in oh. the program. It's nine times a month. Dang. And I was in the program from 2002 to 2011 oh. when I retired. So <laughs> that's a lot of tests. That's a whole lot of that's tests. That's a whole lot of tests. And it's anywhere, right? Yeah. yeah like they'll, 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 yeah, they'll track me down around the country. Yeah, they, they will find you. Yeah, you got to tell them where you're going. I mean, I'm glad those days are over and no player will ever have to, to experience that again. Um, but hopefully in the future, right, players, are, they feel that the, the leagues and the teams have their back because they're not just thinking about what can you do for me while you can still play football, but they're thinking about the long-term effect of, of the way they treat us. Could you, Kyle, have played longer if you had been able to, at your own behest, treat yourself with, you know, cannabis? Oh, with, yeah. With, uh, I, I say it uh, loudly. You know, I think I could have got 10 more years out of my career. I think I could have avoided three surgeries. Uh, you know, th- this plan is real in its ability to address uh, inflammation and pain. Um, you know, th- th- these players don't need these things that are being given to them, like Ricky said still. You know, you've got a quarterback for the Chargers that got a punctured lung from a, a shot. He probably could have right. just taken a topical uh, lotion and, and masked the pain because that's all those shots do is mask these injuries to get back out there. 
you know, we're ballers. We're going to go play through pain, you know, for sure. But when the doctor says, no, let me fix it for you, and they jam these needles into you and give you these pills, you know, uh, these things had bad outcomes. And I know that my outcomes from back surgeries and knee surgeries and all that, if I wouldn't have had the residual effects from what I personally experienced of getting off pharmaceuticals, just that alone, when you get off pharmaceuticals and realize you didn't need one of those, it's, it's mind-blowing, okay? And then the, the, the dressing of, of inflammation and pain when it comes to cannabis, I mean, I had neuropathy up to my knees. I was wanting to cut my legs off. It was so painful. And in two and a half months using these high-concentrated oils that are, that are their people are trying to suppress the amount of THC, you go on a regimented process of taking those, and in two and a half months, I cured neuropathy, can run barefoot and do everything I ever wanted or could do before. And I'm 310 pounds right now. I'm in the gym constantly. I train as hard, if not as hard or harder than I used to do. And uh, I could go out and probably take 70% of the NFL jobs right now at 48 years old. And that's for real. And these guys know that I could probably do that because I said I could do it. And I know it. <laughs> and, and, and if I would have had that when I played, uh, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, the, the ability that we have as athletes, the, the, it's only 1,800 people in the world get to do this job. And that's because we're superior. And if you su- start s- supporting the number one regulatory system in the human body, which is the endogenous cannabinoid system, as it turns out, and then applying this uh, in neuroprotection because the government owns a neuroprotective patent on cannabinoids and nothing else. Uh, what could we do as athletes at the end of our careers where we're sitting in those locker rooms and I'm in Kansas City and I'm going, oh, it's over. My mind's, you know, CTE's growing, right. you know, just continuing to make me, the pills are making me, oh, I'm getting into it with coaches. I can't control myself. You know, I'm throwing helmets, all these other things, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I would have been like I am now and see the picture clearly you right. know and you, you, they I don't know what their agenda is but uh, I've been in rooms with them and had conversations and these things are changing uh, but we need them to stop testing all the sports leagues have stopped testing and uh, we're supporting uh, you know political platforms right now to get all these cannabis laws passed safe banking act uh, dropping the scheduling to a schedule 3 drug is going to allow this to be tested on humans and then Rick and I don't have to sit here and talk about this Rick, I can't imagine how many times you took the field and you probably were either anxious or uh, unhappy with the situation where you could not do for yourself and treat yourself. I still did. That's why I got in trouble. Um, <laughs> I, I still did. That's, that? that's why I got in trouble. But, you know, you, you mentioned to me, maybe play longer, but I, I kind of think that's part of the issue. I mean, when I played, I, my goal was to have an indefinite football career, meaning... I wanted to be able to choose when I, when I walk away right. from, the, from right. the game. Um, and the other thing, I think if it would have been legal, it would have, you know, it would have helped my earning power now. But, you know, it, it took a huge reputation hit. You know, but sitting here having these kinds of conversations, I, I really do feel like it was worth it because I'm not only talking about football now, I'm talking about something that can affect and does affect a whole lot of people. And I'm able to use the platform that my football ability gave me to actually do something with it. Well, we want to definitely thank these guys for joining us. Make sure you look into it. Uh, it's called Revenant. Uh, and these, Heisman. It, hey, you know, <laughs> when you talk about one of the greatest running backs to ever play in college football and in the NFL, obviously Ricky Williams and then one of the best offensive linemen to play in Kyle Turley. I can play with Kyle Turley. Just don't throw the helmet and hit me. Uh, but he did it for the offensive player. That's, right. That's what it's That's all right. about. But join us again back here at Defy Spot for more.